0: Musicians Real Talk, Season 1, Episode 16. My quote for this episode is from Bob Eucher On TV, the people can see it. On radio, you've got to create it. Hi and welcome to Musicians Real Talk. I am your host, Glenn Douglas. Musicians Real Talk is a podcast which serves to provide life stories and information about musicians performing in and around the Washington, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia areas. Understand musicians, they go to the job, they set up, perform, break down, and they go home. Rarely do they get a chance to share their musical life stories. Well, the Musicians Real Talk podcast aims to fill that void. Today is a special edition of the Musicians Real Talk podcast. My guest today in every sense of the word is a true Washingtonian. He was educated in the D.C. public school system, even graduated from the University of the District of Columbia with a degree in library instructional systems technology. Most of us know him as a broadcaster on WHUR radio on the campus of Howard University, hosting shows like the original Quiet Storm, Joe's Place, Spoken Word at Joe's Place, Gatto Licks, which aired on WHR World. He is also the producer for the Washington, D.C. version of the Tom Joyner Morning Show and was the music director for H.U.R. Voices on Sirius XM. I'm sure I've missed some other shows. Everyone enjoy part two of my conversation with Joe Gorham. Uh, in 2002, uh, FCC accepted uh, digital audio okay. as a former broadcaster. So in comes HD radio. Mm-hmm. and um, 2004 WHR became the first station in Washington D.C. area to uh, broadcast this format
1: okay
0: I'm going to correct you 2005 2005 okay, okay. Um, can you can can you tell us what exactly what, it, what is HD radio
1: if I had to go into the weeds it would take too long but I'll tell you this it's hybrid digital what they did was they found a way to split the bandwidth of FM radio mm-hmm. and use it to put different radio stations on the same band, but a different a different channel. Okay, okay. I don't know if so, I explained that right. Well, so you got says. HD1, you got WHUR, mm-hmm. HD1, you had WHUR World, HD2, you have... Um, WHBC, which is the student radio station at Howard. That's HD3. And you have DC radio, which is basically DC radio powered by WHUR, and that's HD4. Okay. Okay. So um, the signal signal is just as good, but they just had to get it out so everybody would have it. Okay. So that's how that happened.
0: So th- this this allowed you to have uh, um, different uh, shows, maybe different this, shows this, could this, take place. This, at- this
1: allowed you to have a whole different format, mm-hmm. and the format that I had on WHUR World that I was challenged with mm-hmm. was the same format that WHUR had when they first came on the radio. Ah! So that was my mission to make make WHUR World HD two sound like WHUR. Uh, 360 Degrees of Blackness originally sound. Wow, wow, wow. Because you know it was 360 Degrees of Blackness before it became Progressive 96. Oh, okay.
0: Okay, 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 okay. Right. okay. 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 Man. So, so uh, when you were charged with this, um, I mean, kind of going to telling us what... what what how how all that came about because it sounds like once uh H D radio came about, all of a sudden maybe and maybe you can correct me on this, but all of a sudden uh, uh this create create the creative light started going off and saying, Hey man, we can start doing this, we can do this, we can oh, do man. this no,
1: my Jim Watkins knew what he wanted to do me long before he got <laughs> me involved in it. You know. Uh for me it all started I wanted to rebuild the CD library at WHUR because that the album library was was no longer existed and the CDs we had was just in array and uh, I said man I said you know we used to they had other other radio stations black radio stations in the country would call us to make copies for them music because our our, our library was so extensive back Mm -hmm. then and I wanted to do the same thing. I wanted to re- refurbish everything. So I was allowed to do that. And in the process of doing that, I did not know that this technology was <laughs> was coming. Right. Okay. And after I completed that task, my boss said to me, well, since you did that, uh, <laughs> there's this new technology out. And uh, we're going to have a—I wanted to put another radio station on the air. And I said, Okay. I said, do you want it to sound like H-U-R sounded back in the day? Exactly. That's what I want. I wanted it to sound like it sounded back in the day. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Uh, And and then I got the gig, and and he asked me one important thing. He said, do you want to stay on the radio? Do you want to do this new project with me? So I did. Okay. You know, and and that led to two other... Uh, two other formats of radio and uh, both of those were on Sirius XM wow, or, wow are on Sirius XM
0: So so even though they were on Sirius XM they
1: still were kind of under the banner of HUR? Yeah okay. uh, That's why HUR is now the Howard University Radio Network Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay Because we got HUR, HUR World Sirius XM 141 which is HUR Voices we have HBCU, which is Sirius XM, one forty two. We got Glasshouse Radio, and I don't know what else we got. No, yeah. I know, I know. We doing. We're also doing some internet stuff. Wow! Some, um, yeah, you know, some online visual stuff. So it, it's the network. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, let's let's switch gears just a minute here uh, with social media since we're starting to talk about online right uh with social media being um so big um what effect has that had on broadcasting
1: um all of it has uh traditional radio um is not what it was it's never going to be that way again um analog radio is never going to be the same um People are listening to iHeart and Pandora because they can make their own radio formats and mm-hmm. listen to the music they like, and don't have to listen to the you know same four songs every two or three hours. Right. Um, so it's changed. You you just got the the difference is is commercial radio is still commercial, yeah, and internet radio is internet radio. Yeah, and and they sell spots, but they don't they don't sell they don't sell the the, the audio spots like they they sell, uh, you know, like flash up stuff like yeah yeah you know buy auto tires from Jim, and but they don't have to go to a commercial stop set yeah. yeah. Anymore. But that's it. Oh okay okay satellite radio eventually might kill off. Traditional radio. You think so? I, I think so because if you can get, you know, if you can get Europe covered by a satellite, if you get Africa covered by a satellite, the Middle East or or Asia covered by a satellite, United States, then you can, you can have a choice of radios. But what about what about local radio that might? I might wind up dying. Uh, let's hope. Let's hope not. Well,
0: I mean, but it's just, it's, it's 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 almost just like, um, first we came out with you know we had albums and you know forty fives, and then the cassette came out, and from no no it wasn't the cassette, eight track, right, <laughs> eight track came out, then the cassette, then the CD, and after that man everything just. Man. You know, and that's where we are now. That's where right. we are, and so I could see. I, you, you I put, see what you you're saying. You can put a whole
1: bunch of music on the thumb drive now.
0: yes that's right. That's right.
1: Yeah.
0: you know, and and that's where we are. You know, it's you know, tech as technology progresses.
1: Um, you know, you got to find a different, different way. You got to yeah. find a different way of making your money. Yeah, you do. You, know? you do, and you do. and and your presentation. That's why Terrestrial Radio has gone into. Um, you know, online things like selling spots, giving away tickets. Um, you can go there and see your announcers, um, and see who they are and read their bios and mm-hmm. all stuff like that, man. And, and that makes for me that's like going to see a musician that you, an artist that you've never seen before, and gaining a greater appreciation for that person because you saw them in person. Right. 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 You know. Um, that's what that whole internet thing does. It brings you closer to, uh, it brings you closer to the person that you like listening
0: to. You know, I, w- I was looking at this thing on the um, on the internet, and it was talking about um, broadcasting and podcasting, mm-hmm. and how broad- broadcasting is 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 starting to, to take a dip somewhat, but mm-hmm. podcasting is starting to to take a rise, right? And and it, I'm not surprised, man, that this. Quite a few broad broadcasters now starting to get into this of course get into H1 podcasts. does
1: podcasting too <laughs> oh cool hey man they I do, do. <laughs> <laughs> and they got Harold Fisher uh-huh. George Wilborn does a podcast show I think uh, Angela Stribling has one so everybody everybody that works there is encouraged to do that
0: yeah because this, know, cause it's
1: something different it's a different format yeah and you keep people connected to the main thing and that's W H U R. Right. 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 Yeah. You know, cuz if you had let's say let's say Jeff Brown, host of the original Quiet Storm now did a podcast and or it's something maybe live on Facebook. Well, that's going to keep him that's going to keep people connected to him and they're going to listen to him that night cuz they just saw him on Facebook. Right. 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 So they they they've invited him into their eyesight so they continue to invite them invite him into their to their ears as well
0: yeah yeah, yeah you know,
1: so that's what you got to do
0: I, I wanted to ask you a question about this uh with the closing of like the brick and mortar record stores now mm-hmm. um lack of marketing funds coming from record companies for promoting artists and the surge of independent artists um uh, how do you see? How does an artist go about getting their music played on the radio now?
1: By luck. <laughs> mm. Seriously, man. First of all, you just touched on one of my on one of my pet peeves. What's that? And this is about DC, right? I'm going to say this, and I've said it. I said it at the Grammy, and a Grammy meeting, and I, I didn't renew my membership. <laughs> Some of the musicians in Washington are the most laziest musicians I've ever met. Mm-hmm. They go to certain producers and they put together projects. They don't they don't they don't put no seasoning on it. They don't mix it well. Mm. They don't put no love in right. it. Right. Talking about cooking now. <laughs> not understanding what I'm talking about, <laughs> they don't cook it well, right? You know, there was a song once, uh, once upon a time called Memphis Soul Stew. Mm. Um, and it was, I think it was by was a Booker T and the M.G. somebody, and they 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 put all the instruments in it, and it came to a boil. You know, every instrument entered the song doing their own thing. Wow. Okay. And that's how they called it Memphis Souls too. Okay. So uh, I know you're gonna look that up.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh
1: so yeah, musicians don't don't put love and stuff and then they bring it to radio and say, Man, I want you to listen to my project, man. It's really good, it's really good. And you can listen to it and it's, it's no love. Well, you're like, man, come on, baby. You yeah. know, but but then you get artists. You got artists. I don't need to name y'all, man. No, you, oh, you, yeah, yeah, no. You no. get artists like 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 Wayne Bruce and them and and uh, Kenny Dickinson and and uh, band you play with sometimes. Collaboration, the mm-hmm. collaboration. Um, you know, and they they take their time. Yeah. And they, and they, they they let it marinate and, and and they 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 listen to it and they get other people's input and then they lay it down and when they bring it to radio you know, people say, oh, okay. Yeah. I like this. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to play this.
0: Well, you know, what I think happened, man, there was a time when cats were saying, man, I'm going into the studio. Even, man, I've gotten this so many times. A person would call me and say, Glenn, why don't you come in and help me produce my project? I said, well, okay, what's your budget? <laughs> and they and said, well, you know, I, and they, they hand me, give me a number. I said, man, you can't do a project with that amount of money. I said, I said, I said, well, how much studio time are you expecting to do? And and honest, this is honest. they was say, well, I plan on doing two days in the studio. I said, doing what in the studio in two days? I said, do you realize some folks, man, they're going to the studio and they may spend maybe two or three days on one song. Right. And we're not talking about mixing. We're just talking about
1: recording the parts. Right. Oh, you, oh, <laughs> wait a minute. You talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you how many people have brought their projects to me that haven't been mastered yet. <laughs> <laughs> and they look at you and say, what's that? I said, you don't... I said, okay. Thank you for bringing your record. I'll listen to it again. Right. And I don't do nothing with it. I'm... Because I would be a mis- I It would be a misrepresentation of myself as a musician. Right play some crap on the radio and knowing that and knowing I know other musicians that would look at me and say how in the world did you put that on no that's and not
0: going to happen because if you put that on then all of a sudden they're like man if you put that on you put this on
1: yeah <laughs> and I'm no, not I, and no, people, man. somebody told me a long time ago if you put a song on that you like Nine times out of ten, there are a hundred other people that are going to like that song. Right. And if right. you, if a hundred other people like that song, then it's a thousand people who like that song right. as well. So that's how you got. That's how you, you got to do it. And, I mean, stuff I like, I play for people. Some people like it, or some people come along to it, and but it, it might not be for them. It might right. just be for me. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, man. But but that's a very real thing that you were saying, man. How um, people, and, and I hate to say it, that musicians are, here are lazy. Right. Um, I mean, but I think some of them, man, they just, they don't quite understand the process.
1: Right. And but you know what? I think the laziness comes from, I, I just thought of this, the laziness might come from playing other people's stuff. See, if you create your own songs and put some love into it, that might be different. But if you're playing somebody else's song, you just hit the notes and and yeah, go through yeah. it. You know, yeah. Uh, back in the day when I was playing, man, I came along. We we played Wilson Pickett and James Brown. You couldn't just skate through those songs. Oh no, no, no. So. You had to put you. Boom, da, 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 you had to put some feeling in in your foot. But some of these cats, man, they not Nah, they ain't gonna make it.
0: Uh, you know, uh, because we came up in the what I always say I call the the era of the bands. Right. Especially here in DC. Oh man. DC, man. There was bands all over the place, man. Man.
1: <laughs> man. Just the just the bands between Cardoza, Roosevelt, and Coolidge.
0: Yes, indeed, it was man. Yes.
1: Just yes, crazy. Yes, yes. And you yes. could walk through anybody's neighborhood and hear anybody rehearsing yeah. in the day. Yeah. You know, you could you could do that, man. Um, I ran into this guy not too long ago at the gym and we were talking. He said, He said, Man, you ever heard of the El Corals? I said, L man, come on. I said, That <laughs> army of musicians they used to back in the day. They played three different nightclubs. Wow. On 14th wow, Street. Right. They had the big band playing. They had and RB band playing somebody's else. They had the girl group playing their own <laughs> corollettes playing someplace else. I mean, they were all over town. Then you had <laughs> then you had mixed Breed. You yep. had uh uh Heat, uh Black uh, Heat. Black heat.
0: Led Head. Leadhead.
1: Leadhead, you had Soul Searchers, you had Young Senators. Yep. I mean, you know, uh uh uh, wax. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, freeform Experience. Kenny, Kenny Lattimore's group back yeah. in the day. Yeah, Freeform Free, Experience. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, and Then we're not even going to talk about the singer groups. Right. We're right. just talking about bands.
0: Man, I actually, man, my last podcast was with uh, uh, Leron Young. Okay. Who was playing guitar for the Unifix, Okay. And we were talking about Al Johnson and and all of that, man. And, you know, I mean, it's just, I mean, just.
1: Man, just, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, DC, DC got talent. Yeah. And, and thank God, thank God for some of the cats that came up through school that still got bands. I mean, and, and I can't, I, we can't go no further. We got to mention the Blackbirds.
0: Oh, yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, 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 when I uh, did the podcast on collaboration, Kenny Dickinson and, and Tracy Cutler. Uh huh. Um, we were talking about, because I told them, I said, collaboration, I believe it's the second uh, longest established jazz group in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Blackbirds is the first. Right. You know? Right.
1: <laughs> because and some of
0: y'all interact.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, because we, we follow behind them.
1: Right, right. Yeah. You know, so um, it's good to see that bands are continuing to play. You know, and then we got one of the baddest female bands in the country. You know, yeah. and I heard that now they got a, um, they got Belladonna 2.0, and they Uh-oh. playing jazz. Oh, watch out! <laughs> so, man, it's, it's it's happening. I love, I I have an affection for live music. Yeah. If you are gonna come and work and work, and you expect me to come see you, you better not put no tracks on that's the worst thing in yeah the world yeah me. man I uh, I did this uh, uh, cruise cruise
0: one of those uh, um, R&B uh, cruises Man, I'm not gonna name it uh, well, ain't too many of them yeah <laughs> I'm just, but I'm not gonna name it because <laughs> I'm gonna probably hopefully gonna get another job on there okay <laughs> however about 70 per- 75% of the acts right that perform were performing the tracks and you know, you sit there and you're like, Oh man, what do you I'm used to seeing you people play. I'm used to seeing this live. Right. Yeah. You know, one guy, man, I, and he was performing, man, and I just I just looked and at, at one point I said, Man, I can't take this. I I I can't take this. You man. had to walk away. <laughs> I had to walk away, man. Joe had to walk away, man, I had to walk away. Um but uh, that's kind of—I um, don't want to say that's where we are now. You no, know, that's where we are now.
1: Right. I'm and hoping technology that's- has gotten better because you used to do tracks with a record with a reel to reel. Oh gosh, that would have been funny. <laughs> oh man, I I saw I saw. I'm gonna tell you this story, man. I've been around for a minute. Hurts my heart to even think about it. Uh, Saida Garrett. Oh wow. She was doing a track out in L.A. For some strange reason, there was a sensor on the track, and the track would play up to a point and stop and go back. Oh no! And they couldn't figure it out. It took them a minute, right? But um, they finally figured it out. And to see somebody, come on, man, to see somebody to work with Quincy Jones, right? Doing a track date at a at a music conference, and they can't get the track to work. Oh man! Yeah, and I felt bad for her. Yeah, she's know? man. No but way. that was the technology. The technology. And yeah. you walk with the thumb drive, put the sucker in, and there yeah, you go. You know, put it in anybody's <laughs> computer. And yeah, play. yeah. It's crazy.
0: Hey man, um, let me ask you this: uh, What do you see for the future of broadcasting, and what advice would you give to someone who wants wanted to get into broadcasting?
1: Um the future of broadcasting is what right now with the technology is whatever you can imagine it to be Hmm. Um, if you want to get into terrestrial radio that's a whole nother animal a whole nother fight Um, but if you just want to try to do your thing there are a whole lot of internet radio stations popping up you can do your thing from the house have your own. That's where we are now. You yeah, know, yeah. You can do Facebook Live, right? You know, you can do a live thing and and put your put your you know, your your try to find a way to hook the computer up to your keyboard. I mean, to your your uh, CD player, because right. you know, CD players replace turntable. <laughs> That's right. So then you can <laughs> then you, can just scratch you scratch. CD player. So so it's it's wherever you wherever you can imagine it to go, right. That's where it's gonna go. How you get in? You got to have, um, you got to have a heart, man, that can take a no. And you have to have a thick skin. Yeah. Because when you got to go ask somebody to hire you, that's um, a, it's very humbling and humiliating at the same time, because you're yeah. begging. Yeah. It might not sound like you're begging, but you're begging because you're selling yourself. Right. For somebody to take interest in you. And lucky people get in at the time that they're supposed to get in. There are even some people that are not good, like me. that got in and got good. Right. But there was something, I guess there's something in you that the people that hire you see. Okay. okay, and they'll give you that chance. Well, in your case,
0: I, I, I have to say, man, to see, I think that you 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 were determined that you were going to get good. Oh, at I this. was, a
1: man! Come on, man! <laughs> I had no choice, <laughs> right? You no talked choice. your way into this. <laughs> yeah, I had no choice. This is what I wanted to do, <laughs> right? Right. You know, I did, my mother told me she said, "Oh my God, you quit your good government job." I say, "Mom." Come on, don't nobody won't do that for 30 years of their life. Right. I said I, I I'd be much happier doing what I what I enjoy doing. I like being in the music business. And that's what I wanted to do. And right. I don't think I'm gonna say this right now, and I hope somebody's really listening. If there's something in life you have a passion to do, believe me, you can make money off of it. If it's really legal, you can make money off of right. it. So right. you should do what your passion calls for you to do. Stop waking up every morning and saying, oh, man, I got to go to work. If you say that to yourself, you're in the wrong business. That's right. That's
0: right. That's so right. So you
1: need to follow your dreams, man. And, and don't let people. I got a friend. He went to school with us. And uh, he wanted to be an actor. All his boys say, oh, man, you ain't never going to do nothing, man. That acting thing. Right. man." You, that's hard, man. You ain't going to... Right. He, he quietly continued to run track at Roosevelt. He and uh Larry Ship left Roosevelt and went to um, St. Augustine. I think it is. What's, wait a minute, not St. Augustine. What's the school over on uh, the cathedral?
0: Oh, it's at... Catholic, you? Yeah, is, no, it's, it's not a... Catholic. U. Oh, you mean
1: a... uh, Carroll? It's, it's a high school. Carroll High oh, School. No, no, no. That's that's in Northeast. Um, I can't think of the name of the school. I'm sorry, y'all. I can't think of the yeah, name of the okay. school. But anyway, um, you know, he kept pursuing his his his, his goal, and uh, now if you go to the all class picnic, say Roosevelt, when you see his friends, oh like, man. My boy doing good, man. <laughs> did you see him in Barbershop Shop too? Yeah, did you see him in Face Off? Did you Yeah, he played Bunny Coven in in The Wire. Right. I'm talking about Bobby Wisdom. And and he played he plays uh he plays uh uh uh, uh Denzel Washington's dad on Ballers.
0: Wow. wow. So yeah.
1: He he had to do what he had to do. And stopped listening to people that told him he couldn't do what he wanted to Mm -hmm. do, and that was his passion. Right. And so he's liable to pop up on anything on television, you know, because he's that good. And 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 you're right, man. I mean, you see
0: these people, man. That I I remember when I was on the road, this guy saw me, and he came up. He said, "Man, what you doing?" I want to do something like that. I want to have my own business. He hmm. said, "Man, I, I, I see." He I said, "I see." I see how happy you are and how passionate you are. I said, "That's a man." of I said, "What are you doing now? I said, "I'm selling insurance." I said, "Man, want, <laughs> I said, I said, well, why don't you go, and go start your own business?" I gave him my address. Two, three years later, I get a postcard, brass beds. I'm looking, I look. And when I looked at it, he said, "Glenn, I finally did it. I have my own business. <laughs> I'm selling brass beds. Right. And I don't know how successful he was, how what where he is right now. But the fact that um, you can't make a if you don't make a step, if you step you, to, to step forward, right, it's not going to happen, right. And if you always sit back here think about, well, if I do that, then this is I got all this no."
1: You and have to make you you have to you have to make those steps. I know people. I know adults who say, "I can't. I can't leave my my job. Why? I got bills to pay." Okay, well, you pursue your your passion. You gonna you you're gonna pay those bills and still have cash to do what you want to do. You just have to go do it, right? You know, um, there was a young man that I met. And I said, "This boy is bad. He, man, funny." going to be bad. I said, dude, you need to move to California. And he said, really? I said, man, you need to go to this place called Comedy Act Theater. Robin Harris is the host. You need to hook up with him and uh, get it in. He said, man, he said, I was thinking about moving to L.A. I said, you need to go. Because being in D.C., I said, that's all you ever going to be is in D.C. So one Night, I'm in Los Angeles, and I go to the Comedy Act Theater, and he's getting ready to come out on stage to perform.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm sitting watching Martin Lawrence and Topper Carew. Right. They're having a conversation about the To Come Martin show. Right. That's what they was talking about. Robin Harris said, ladies and gentlemen, Tommy Davidson. Oh, yeah, man. And I said, and I said, yeah that's yeah, okay. the way you're supposed to be right look what, look what happened here yeah yeah right. I I mean, he blew up he didn't blow up like he didn't blow up like Jamie but he was still he 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 blew up with consistency yeah you know because he's doing a travel show um he works every he works every night of the week that he wants to work you know and that's what his success is all about
0: hey Joe it's been just been great man I, I want to thank you all for, right. I hope dinner. you got all
1: your questions
0: in. Uh, look, man. You
1: running
0: out I did. I did. I did. I looked at some of the questions, but I wanted to kind of go with the flow. Okay. Right. I to go That's with good. the flow. You know, um, this has been great,
1: man. And you
0: know, I, I told you before, man. You're a staple here in Washington, in the DC area. Man. Oh, okay. And you know, you you are treasure. Co- I
1: hope they never close Staple. <laughs> 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 Thank God you didn't say I was an institution because they tearing those down.
0: Yeah, man. No, 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 man. No, no, no. No, no, no. Again, man, thank you for being on the podcast, man. Man, I
1: appreciate uh, it. Uh, I I appreciate you for having the interest to even allow me to tell my story. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Your story needs to be told. It needs to be told
0: by you. Thank you for listening to part two of my conversation with Joe Gorm. I'd like to note, due to we were running overtime, we did not get to cover some of the HD radio shows he played a major role in creating and his retirement from WHUR radio and broadcasting. Who knows, maybe we'll cover those areas in another podcast. The music for this podcast is from My CD Sketches. I would like to thank Dale Preet for the artwork and Kenneth Dickerson for the photography. If you'd like to know more about the Musicians Real Talk podcast, go to www.glendouglasmusic.com. Remember, music is God's gift to the world. It is not your invention. Musicians Real Talk. It's real talk. It's real good. Thank you.